0: Here at The Outline, we have these things called side notes. They're short little posts that give you a quick breakdown on what's happened in the news or something that one of our writers thinks is awesome. So today, we're going to do our first ever audio side notes, here on The Dispatch. The Outline World Dispatch. The future. Carolyn Haskins, I brought you in here today because apparently... There's something called the Space Force? What is that?
1: <laughs> okay, so back in March, uh, Trump made all these headlines because he said, I really want to establish a Space Force. Everyone was like, what does that mean?
2: In space, the United States is going to do Colonel Glenn Proud... We are finally going
0: to lead again.
1: Um, And he's repeated the statement a couple times over the past couple months. We still don't really have a clear idea of what that means, but I think the bottom line is that he's outlining an interest in increasing our military presence in space. Whether or not this agency exists, which we have no indication right now that it's a real thing, that in the progress of becoming a real thing, Mm -hmm. Um, there are certain policies that this administration is sort of moving forward on that that has military aspects. So one thing that's happening recently is that over the past couple administrations, people have been talking about um, launching these satellites into space that detect missiles or in this case, hypersonic missiles, which is... An area of concern for the United States right now. Right. There's basically uh, an agenda from the Pentagon to actually get funding to get these satellites up into the air and make it and make it exist, um, but this would require at least a couple dozen. I mean, back in the '90s, when the Clinton administration was proposing it, they were saying, "Oh, we might need about 24." But when you're talking about a hypersonic weapon that's doesn't exist yet. Oh boy. <laughs> Let's keep in mind that hypersonic weapons don't exist yet. They're not a thing. But the United States is just scared.
0: (laughs) My only question here is, should I be worried?
1: Not right now. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't say... No, I I don't think that we're going to wake up tomorrow and there's going to be a new page on the government website that says, uh, you know, SpaceForce.gov. I don't think I don't (laughs) don't think that's happening. (laughs) But we should be thinking about how uh, a militarized presence in space seems to be increasingly prioritized um, in addition to uh, sort of promoting these like commercial satellites going up into space. It's just it's not anything that's new for the U.S., but it's being pushed more strongly than it has been over the past couple decades.
0: Culture. Melinda Fouquade, what's changing in my Instagram? So
2: essentially what it is is that they're adding a mute feature, a lot like Twitter. You don't have to unfollow anyone in order to not see their content. Um, There's gonna be, I believe, three dots at the top by their name whenever there's a post by whatever person on your feed and you can hit those three dots and the options will be mute and you can either mute their story or you can mute their photos and their stories, so you don't have. It will still say that you're following that person, which is accurate. You are following them, but you won't have to see their posts and stories on a daily basis.
0: Hmm. Why do you think Instagram did this? I mean, like, I, 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 I mean, I know that kind of unfollowing can be kind of spicy in this like age of like social media you know what I mean it's like oh yeah like who unfollowed who so like why do you think that like Instagram is like even caring about this right now?
2: I think sometimes unfollowing is now such a statement of like disapproval with a person or their views or whatever it is that they're doing or or posting that there needs to be some kind of alternative if you unfollow someone you're It's now seen as you completely disagreeing with whatever they've posted or, like, ignoring them, which can create a lot of strain on, like, social relationships and things like that. You know, like, if if you don't want to see your friend posts all her like health posts or like whatever she's trying to sell the new diet pill
0: or the tummy tea
2: yeah if your friend is trying to sell tummy tea and you're just not here for it if you want to follow her she might say oh well you're not trying to support my business Mm. now you can pretend you're supporting her business which is kind of necessary sometimes just to maintain a friendship at this point unfortunately
0: all right well i'm super stoked that like now we can be even more petty Yeah, honestly.
2: (laughs) Just what we needed.
1: (laughs) Power.
3: Oh, wow. Skype changed its thingy.
0: Hey, Gabby Davai.
3: Hi, James T. Green.
0: So, you came across this game. What is it?
3: Yeah, I found the game on Twitter. It's called MTA Country. And... You basically are a train conductor in New York. It's really hard.
0: I mean, like I, I, like I was looking at it and it, it it seems it's very intense. I haven't played it yet, but I'm going to play it with you live on the air. And I mean, okay. like, it, it, it's already making me feel anxious as someone who takes the train here every day and someone who's lived in Chicago. And the trains have also had similar um, just delays and systems. I feel like I don't know. Like, everybody who has public transit, are there good public transit systems out there?
3: Um, you know, I'm going to say probably not. (laughs) I did, the D.C. Metro, or whatever it's called, is very clean, but it doesn't really go anywhere. And I think it closes. And the Seattle one is the same. It's very clean, but it doesn't go anywhere. Hmm. And it closes. So I guess, like, I've heard that the one in New York is the best one in the world, which is... Such an embarrassment and makes me really sad.
0: Oh my gosh. So who are the people behind this game?
3: The people that made this game are game developers called everyday arcade They also made a game for the outline called musklander, which is about Elon Musk in space. Oh god. Yeah
0: (laughs) All right, sweet, so I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to play this right now. I have it open here Let's give it a go. All right all right so it looks like oh my gosh this thing is so wild so it's like bill de blasio like some other guy <laughs> and basically i'm like
3: do you remember that the memes on or not the memes sorry the ads on the train that were like if you see something say something and one of them was this guy named greg t yes greg t is a person and that's greg t in this game it's greg t bill de blasio and Cuomo.
0: Oh my gosh. So basically, like the premise of this game is kind of like Subway Surfer meets like Temple Run. And we're all inside of a train car. And like we're pretty much like it's just an endless runner jump game where I collect Subway tokens and I'm jumping over holes in the Subway. It's very like propaganda y, but it's like at the same time very fun.
3: Yeah. I mean, did you have to get all the letters. Have you gotten any letters yet?
0: Oh, I got uh, P R I V A T. Oh, is it? Is it going to spell privatization? I feel like it's going to spell private.
3: Yeah, it spells privatized. I didn't get the second i. Um but spoiler, if you do get if you do get all the letters and you spell the word privatized, it sends you to the hyperloop. Oh god. I didn't see the hyperloop because I'm really bad at this game. Mm. But maybe you will.
0: Yeah, oh man. Well, you know, I'm always down for for art that tries to make some sort of a statement. And who knows, maybe while I'm delayed under the train, if I have signal, that is, I will try to finish this game.
3: But all the trains have Wi Fi now because Governor Andrew Cuomo thinks he knows what people want.
0: Oh boy. (laughs) Thank you, Gabby. All right, bye. Bye. Today, you heard from Carolyn Haskins, Melinda Faquade, and Gabby Del Valle. The Dispatch is produced and hosted by me, James T. Green. The music you've been hearing throughout has been courtesy of APM. And our main theme, and what you're hearing right underneath me, was scored by John Lagomarsino. Also, we've been receiving some selfies of you listening to our show on Twitter. So exciting. I love that. Let's do more of it. I'm all down to see all of your friendly faces. We're on Twitter at Outline Dispatch. If you want to hit me up personally, I'm at underscore James T. Green. And that's the letter T. I know my lisp is very, very intense. For subscribers, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.